watching One Piece. Watching One Piece. We are. Hello and welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. I I watched some of this One Piece at school. Wow! I don't know how brave I am. I did it in an office where ninety nine percent of the student population don't have access to. So. Uh, I haven't reached the point yet where I'll watch it openly with people near me, because, you know, uh, I was watching an episode, the last episode at, at work at lunch today, and then Rebecca popped up on screen and was like, uh... Yeah, I know that I... I hope no one walks behind me. <laughs> it's very funny, uh, there was a, a brief nine weeks of my life where I was enrolled in a Japanese class in college, and they, one of the requirements for that was just to have, like, a couple hours spent in the language lab on campus doing anything pertaining to uh studying <laughs> japanese and they were like you can watch anime in there if you want to <laughs> so i i watched a little bit of one piece there uh and i i because i remember there was like two episodes of venus lobby that i watched in mm. the language lab on my college campus hi everybody we're back with our it's most me, exciting episode yet oh yeah that's jory i'm i'm it- joe you if, if you're listening to for the first time, you know, part of me is like, we, we don't need to introduce ourselves because I feel like uh, if you're not going to start here, I hope. But at the same never time, know. I feel you like never it's, know because I don't know some I, I don't know if you've had that conundrum with God at memorized because that's something you'd probably at least want to start with, like the beginning of the thing you guys are covering and not mm-hmm. like the newest episode. I think it's just a habit of like all the shows I've done. We say our names at the top because even people who listen every week might not know. I've Well, you're wheels, right? Well, yeah, I'm wheels. You sound like wheels. <laughs> it's funny. I listen to so much of my friends that I'm like, none of us sound anything alike. And yet <laughs> they're, you know, it's, you know, some people just uh, process it different. I've met people who listen to my shows and do not know. <laughs> which one I am. And I say that not as a negative thing. It's okay. I get it. It's part of being an audio format, I believe. Probably, yeah. Because that's, that's the thing. I, I know I'm always matching faces to my friends' voices because they're my friends. <laughs> and uh, ideally, you're not projecting parasocial shit onto our podcast. Although, this might be an episode where we can just hang out and talk because nothing happens. <laughs> no, hold, hold on. Things happen. Well, one uh, like, one thing happened. Two like things happened, but I I think like two of them at most are worth caring about. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? I can just I can just actually recap us in about like one minute, and then we can be done. <laughs> all the fights win. Are won. Yeah, all the all the fights are won. I I was worried a little bit. I was like, ah, oh, seven oh nine to seven twenty is a bit of a stretch, but I really wanted to contain all of something in one podcast episode. We're covering seven oh nine to seven twenty. In 709, Bellamy starts bouncing, and in 720, he stops. <laughs> That's it. Several other things happen before he stops, but we're gonna, and we check in on his bouncing multiple times in these episodes. But 709, Bellamy is freed from the strings and decides to bounce around the room and, and either... Uh, defeat Luffy or die trying for his honor and loyalty to Doflamingo and 11, 12 episodes later Luffy punches him once and beats him exactly the same as he did last time it's almost like that's what you were expecting to happen as soon as he's like this move is more powerful or two yeah no you expect it instantly but then you just have to wait because this anime is like uh we should uh, Luffy can't really be free to fight Doflamingo until every other fight is over. 
So that's what this chunk is, is all the other fights. Basically, every time you see Bellamy, you see, like, ten minutes of flashback. Flashback that, of, of things that we have seen flashback before Recently. already within Dress Rosa at least, like, twice, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, 709 is, is most of it, because... Uh, I just like it. My first note is uh is Bell Luffy being like Bellamy, are you okay? And it's like, no, of course he's fucking not. Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, but yes, he gets he gets free of the strings. I think some of these flashbacks are new that start this episode seven oh nine because it's Bellamy jo- like trying to join Doflamingo. Yeah, that stuff's new. Yeah, it's him uh being like, I want to join you. You're my favorite pirate. You know, I think you have the right idea about pirates. And Doflamingo's like, sure, whatever. You can wear a flag, but if you lose once. It's over. I don't want losers and, and cowards on my team. And Bellamy's like, haha, cool, bro, yeah. And then you cut ahead to him bullying Luffy and Skypea and all basically him losing in Skypea. And then you see him seeing Luffy again in Dressrosa and you're like, hold on. That wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then him being told to kill Luffy by Diamante and then Dellinger beating, like every scene Bellamy has been in, we watch again here. And I I feel like they've shown uh when Bellamy was being mean to Luffy at the bar way back on Jaya at least like four times this arc. Oh yeah, absolutely. Every time, <laughs> like it's like just do you just in case you don't remember who Bellamy is, and that's like the side effect of I mean, Just Rose is paced terribly. One Piece could be a lot more efficient with its flashbacks in this section if it wanted to, and it often is efficient with flashbacks. And obviously, like, that's the thing is, like, these episodes are coming out, like, 2015-ish by now. I think there's a, like, obviously, it's still a show for children. The, the demographic is still pretty young for the anime, and you don't know if people caught the last week, if they're watching, airing it. But I just feel like the further this anime goes, the further it should understand how streaming has changed how people watch anime. Is it like that in Japan, though? That's what I'm curious about. I'm not sure, but I would if I... It's hard. It's hard for me to think. No, no one streams it in Japan. But like, yeah. I, I, I can't know for certain. I've never actually looked it up or googled it. I guess the thing too. We we exclusively have a Western perspective on anime yeah. watching. It's like from what I understand, at least with like piracy for digital watching and stuff in Japan, is that One Piece is like the most cracked down on thing for like piracy. Because it's funny, the, oh, one of the biggest but, series. Like, yes, makes it makes sense. a perfect sense. It's like, <laughs> yeah, the highest grossing thing. But yeah, I don't know because I just I'm thinking about like Wano now, and I feel like it just doesn't <laughs> spend as much time doing that, or even like you know the road in between here and Wano. Like, I feel like so much of this is a side effect of the pacing and Dressrosa. But like, when maybe when the arc starts, like, yeah, you want to remind people who Bellamy is. Just yeah. in case. But he's been on screen for a while now. And like, we're talking like he's gonna, the flashbacks play again in like 7.15 or something. It just keeps happening. It's overburdened. I'm sure that's shocking to hear our review of Dressrosa is that it's a little burdensome. But this is maybe some of the most burdensome chunks. But also, I don't know if it was caught up maybe too close to the manga for a little while and it had to slow down. It's just, I don't know. It's the... It's the, the the bottom of the barrel for, for the quality of the adaptation. Anyways, that's the biggest through line through this whole chunk. It's Bellamy bouncing around the room, and there's some good character stuff, but it's just it, repetitive. 
every episode is, is repetitive with it. And I don't want to go through every single wiki page, but I have to imagine a lot of it is just repeated or not checked in in the manga. But anyways, yes, so that happens, and now we can start talking about all the other fights happening on the <laughs> plateaus. Uh, there's, you see, we look at Zoro for a second. Uh, Edio, the, the, what is it? He's like a boxer, like a kickboxer? The, the long arm man? Yeah. He is fighting Dellinger for right now. Baby Five is dealing with Psy. Uh, Hyruden is getting beaten by uh, Mach Vice. Oh, okay, this is the first fight we really start to focus in on is Hyruden and Mach Vice. Hyruden is being beaten, and he's like, oh, but I had this dream. I wanted to be the king of all giants, and I can't do that if I can't even live up to my honor of winning this fight for Luffy, who saved all of us. And then he's like, I, so like Mach Vice goes up in the air, makes himself really heavy and falls down. And Hyrudin's like, I will do this even if it kills me. So he like stands up and punches Mach Vice. And like, there's this big, like, I don't know, basically a beam struggle, but with one guy's fist up against an entire other guy. <laughs> yeah. And like, you see like an x-ray of all his fucking bones breaking, but he punches him up and he flies into the birdcage and then Hyrudin falls down. How do you, how, what's... <laughs> How do you feel about that big victory? Do you care at all? Um, you know what I was thinking during this? I know what you're, well, I know your first thought is why didn't Monster Chopper do this, but. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's either that or, I, because if Dellinger, like, with what happens with Dellinger, I think I'm okay with, because that character has a more reasonable connection to have, like, the turn that they did. The rest of these guys don't. That, yeah, that's, that's a, a problem. But, like. What if instead of Hyruden, like, his his fist snapping and everything, what if that was, like, Sanji and his, like, legs don't snap, but we see, like, fractures into his, like, leg a little bit. Like, it's taking everything that happened, he can. That happened when he was fighting Doflamingo for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Like, um, what, yeah. what if it was that? What if it was, Mon like, Chopper? Monkvice is a fucking Tanuki for whatever reason. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there's just people like that. It's fun to see him use his tail like Mario as he's increasing his weight. What if like Monster Point Chopper was like and pushed him all the way up? Like I don't know. That'd be cool. I don't care that Macho Man Randy Savage did it. <laughs> he well, he's got to be king of the giants. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be king of the giants. Oh yeah, did he's, you? He's I, I made of giant. How'd that ask, happen? I meant to ask you before we started recording, but. Uh, have you listened to the new One Piece rap? No, Andrew said it was bad, and I've just never gotten around to it. Uh, the lyrics are pretty good. I like his new lyrics. The production choices okay. are really bad. Like, the production oh, okay. choices are bad, but the new lyrics, I think, are really cool. New I think Patreon goal, I cover it again. <laughs> <laughs> with the longer lyrics. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. It's probably with, not a bad with idea. With the original beat instead of the new shit that he used that's really fucking I, bad. Yeah, I wonder if he just wanted to make a new beat. Maybe he wasn't allowed to use the old one. See, I'm a criminal. I, I think it's... So. I, I, yeah, I, I think it's it's definitely like... A, a, it could be like partially like wanted to use the old one, but also like it's been 25 years. <laughs> he wanted Fair to like span. do something yeah. new. The problem is that the original one still bangs. And it's it actually does. really, it's really easy to loop. So that that's it. Know. The only problem with it is that you can't. There's no like a high quality version of it. The quality that's out there though is is not as bad as you'd think though. Because I've done this before. 
Anyways, uh, yeah, I think that's the end of 709, by the way. It's higher than its big moment. I think, I obviously, I know how this arc ends. So it's very interesting on a rewatch to see all these fights go down again. As I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, why would I care about this watching it the first time? Why? I mean, clearly Jory doesn't. So <laughs> I just think this arc, well, like, this is a conversation we can have more in depth once it's over. I just think this arc, it wants to have all these new characters doing things. I don't think it properly teaches the audience how to watch it, the arc that it is. Because no. one, like, it it kind of just expects you to care about these people because they're sticking around rather than integrate them more into the story. Like give them like, that's why I think we, we do care about Kiros fighting Diamante, for example, that those uh, emotional beats are, you know, really built in. Uh, The toy soldier is integral to the arc, but when you're watching the Coliseum stuff outside of maybe, Don Chin Jiao making jokes about uh, Garp or Cavendish and Bart's relationship to Luffy. A lot of these other guys are just there. And then they stick around. They come back after they're not toys anymore. And you're like, oh, hey, they're still around. Why are that? Okay. Like, I don't think the arc ever actually does a good job in making the audience care about them. It just kind of hopes that they do. And that's a shame because... Uh, like some of these fights are okay, but for the most part, you're like you're like, hey, yeah, why is this giant doing this? He's not even interacting with Usopp. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> at least do that. Um, I think Zoro has some good moments with them though in this chunk near the end. Yeah, that's probably that's probably the most exciting thing because at least like Cavendish. I was trying to think of Cavendish's name. Oh, cabbage. Uh, at least like him and Bart have like. A, a vague connection to him, like so when they're doing stuff like it i have more reason to care like cavendish hated <laughs> the straw hats for dumb reasons and now he's their friend but that's better than he someone that they just met in a tournament like that, that's really what's bothered me they need to they should give like you can just lazily give like some small connections to someone like I don't know, like, even with, like, the Punch King guy, he's, he was friends with King Riku. Like, that's cool. I like Punch King a little bit more because of that. What if Hyruden, like, knew the guys on the, uh, whatever that island was way back 700 episodes ago? Yeah, like, he should have talked to Usopp. Yeah, like, he should have been, like, not, not only that, but that, like, like, Usopp could have, I mean, it is literally, like, <laughs> it would be bad. literally the same beat as Inya's lobby when Soga King uh, bonds with the giants there. Yeah, but, but that's fine. It's always good. Who cares? <laughs> and and I think it'd be easy to do as well because like everyone like Luffy's a big enough name where everyone should know him. Like, yeah. like the 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 pulls for Cavendish wanting to upstage him and Bart being his biggest fan and Don Chinjao being like your granddad ruined my life, but then you made my life better. So. We're friends now. Like, all those beats, I think, work for me. And then you have Hyroden also here. Then you have, I mean, Sai. I like Sai's fight. I think it's it's long, it's long-winded and dumb, but I think it's funny. But yeah, then you just have, like, a handful of things that don't uh, matter. And then you also have the, the other side of the coin of a lot of these people in Doflamingo's crew are just fucking paper thin. 
Yeah. Like, Gladius is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I hate that man with my whole being. Useless. Like, just whatever. And way too integral to this chunk because he's. Yeah. Uh, I feel nothing when I look at him. But, anyways, yeah. I, I just think they could have. Uh, and, and I wonder, too, how much of it was just decided too late because I. Like, Suleiman was up here and then he just suddenly dies. Like, I, I that almost feels like. Uh, Oda had a list of Coliseum members he wanted to stick around. I was like, uh, change my mind, not Suleiman. He's dead now. Because <laughs> then you just forget he's there because he never mattered. Or like yeah. the way Orlumbus is here twice and then becomes important in the end. It's, I don't know. It's a whole thing. Anyways, 710. Bellamy's still, still a beautiful bouncing boy. Uh, Pika's doing his thing where he's like just kind of sending spikes out all over the mountain. It doesn't really matter, but it's like it kind of just keeps Zoro from finding him for a little while. Uh, but this is the episode where uh, we start to get more of Baby Five and Sai, I think. Also, Laoji and Chin Zhao, the grandpa fight, are mixed in with it. So Laoji's kind of funny. He's, he's good at being like, maybe there's a joke I'm not getting with Gladius, and that's why I'm so mean to him. Because at least with Laoji, I'm like, you're a paper-thin character. You don't exist. But at least I look at this old man doing old man moves, and I laugh, you know? Like, a little bit. I'm like, at least there's a bit there. His and he character likes to is point a bit. Out the G's. G. Whenever he uses sentence and go, "There's the G," and do a G with his hands. That's fun. It's that's yeah, fun. He's geriatric, loud geriatric. Baby Five is like, "Hey, Sai, you keep saying all these things about wanting to to marry me or whatever," and he's like, "What? No, I can't. I've I've never cared about this." By the end of the episode, he'll change his mind, but. But, like, Chin Zhao basically starts ignoring Lao Ji to tell Sai, you can't marry Baby Five. You're, like, have some arranged marriage for, like, political reasons. And Sai's like, yeah, I know. I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> I don't care about women. Yeah, and then Lao Ji, after being ignored, dies. But then his soul comes back <laughs> to his body. An, I was losing it at that. That's an incredible gag. Holy shit. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's so very funny. Fucking old, he dies <laughs> on the field, and then they have to get him back. Yeah, he just is like, nope, change my mind. I'm alive again, and then they keep being like, is he noticing that he's being ignored or not? How old is he? Uh, but anyway, size so like, look, baby five, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to get down with this right now. If you want to help me out, you can, you just need to get out of my way and die. And she's like, okay. And then she like turns her hand into a gun and goes to shoot herself. And the tone just drastically changes for the episode. Yeah, I, I, I like Because how... guess what? She has a sad backstory for her <laughs> stupid bit. I, I like how two characters, uh, weird bits are due to horrific trauma. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. they just drop on you before the characters are basically written out. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> it's nuts. Hers is like excessive. Like <laughs> it is. <laughs> She's uh on a starving island full of starving people, and they're like, "Hey, get rid of your kid because we don't want to have to feed one more person." And then the mom does, and it's like, "No one cares about you. You're unnecessary, not needed." And then. That's why useless, uh, useless, muda, muda, muda. And then that's why now, whenever someone says they need her, she's like, oh, "I actually am needed." Yeah, it's like hard cut into just like old men 
being like, look at me. And then she's like, oh, I'm useful now. Uh, which, yeah, I know, is a stupid funny bit that is made incredibly depressing. And then basically she stops being a character because Sai is just like, I'm going to decide I care about you because I, I don't think you should kill yourself for real. <laughs> I just wanted to beat you in a fight. And then Chin Zhao's like, no, she's your enemy. If she wants to die, let her. So then the fight becomes between Sai and Chin Zhao for a minute. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, and he fucks up Chin Zhao's drill. Like, they do their, their attacks at each other, and he s- makes his drill head, his cone head, like a 90-degree angle. And his uh, Sai's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, grandfather. And Chin Zhao's like, no, this is good, actually, because you're stronger than me. You're now, I can make you the leader of the army. I can cancel your arranged marriage. This is the time to have this conversation. But then Lao Ji shows back up and he's like, guess what? I am buff now. (laughs) If you remember in the flashback, he was buff and turns out he could just store those muscles for later. (laughs) That's how life. See, that's the secret. Because I spent so much of my youth playing video games and watching anime and not really expending like actual energy. When I'm like 70, I'll be able to be fucking jacked and full of like life and energy and live for like 40 more Mm -hmm. years. There are, like, some actual insane people who think that. There are, like, look, everyone has a set amount of energy they can expend in their whole life, so just don't use it. <laughs> and it's insane. The, uh, the, only, the only good use I've, I've heard of that is wrestlers will say, like, you only have so many bumps in your career. That's and that one's, that one's, like, you can only, like, get hit in the head so many times before you have to stop getting hit in the head. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Jackass Forever was um, delayed until next year, but I did see the trailer several times in theaters, and there is a very funny bit where Steve was like, concussions are fine as long as you get them before you're 50, and Knoxville's like 49, so we're good. <laughs> That's pretty good. I imagine it's the same sort of math going on there in wrestling. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so Lao Ji I- has, uh, is bulked up again. The the stuff uh with Lao G is fun when like I think it's when Lao G is yelling at uh Chin Zhao while Chin Zhao is yelling at Sai and they no one is like on the same page with the conversation. Yeah. They're all just kind of being old men yelling. <laughs> yeah. Those those fights end up kind of okay because they just combine their powers into being one uh fuck shit stack. Yeah. Um, but now it's Sai versus Lao Ji. Lao Ji like beats Chin Zhao and then uh, starts fighting Sai over Baby Five. Like I like her character a lot. It's kind of annoying that she ends up just being an object here in the end. <laughs> uh, but then Lao Ji gets owned by Sai anyway. Because mm-hmm. Sai's like, I don't. I know if she goes back to the bad guys, she'll probably get punished for this. So I gotta fight so she doesn't die again. <laughs> Yeah, and then he starts saying, like, he's gonna marry her, and it's just like, okay, well, it's funny, at least. Stupid. <laughs> I, I but... like his, his reactions later when she, she like, will, like, hold his hand or something. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're gonna have the, the exact same relationship as Goku and Chi-Chi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just Baby Five going, hey, how big's that dick? Small, leave me alone. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's 7-10. Uh, 7-11... 
Uh, well, it opens up with bits because Chin Jiao is, is still alive. It's fine. Baby Five's like, oh, I have to make so many plans first for a wedding and then for the funeral. And Chin Jiao's like, I'm still alive. I didn't die. Uh, let's see. Pika and Zoro do their thing. They're just stalling. Uh, Punch King is like, hey, I'm here. I can use my punch once per hour. And I could have swore it was once per day. Did they like retcon that? <laughs> or did he just, did, was I just wrong before? Uh, I'm not. He he has said once per day, but I think because we have had an overnight, I think. Have we? A, it, I think it's implied that it's been a day. I don't know, though. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, he wants to use this punch, and Zora's like, no, don't waste it now. Uh, You have to hit Pika in the flesh or else it doesn't count when he's right about that. Uh, we go back to Diamante up on the, the sunflower field. He's like making fun of Kiros for crying over his wife's death. This fucking beta cuck. <laughs> How turned into a toy. And uh, this fight uh, looks good, at least. Uh, I like yeah. that Diamante can just turn his cape, his actual cape to steel as a shield. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a cool thing. And similar to how I think it's a shame that Baby Five just kind of gets reduced to an object in the th three fights that happened in the last episode. Rebecca just turns into like a target in this fight. Diamante's going after her, so Kiros can't be on the offense if he's just protecting her. Yeah. I, uh, That's, I'll come back I, to that I, fight later. To give like an explanation for it at towards the end, and it, it's both like, that's kind of neat that they explain away why they don't want her to fight but at the same time it's like wow Kuros is still stuck on this one thing that that happened to him when he was like seven <laughs> yeah well that's the thing. Like he 13. doesn't want her to ever have to like fight and like hurt yeah. people which is like sure whatever and like her whole fighting style has been pacifistic anyway but it's just like i don't know a little annoying the consistency with which Women don't get to do their own things in this arc. You've, I mean, especially considering Robin comes up here and does not actually get to fight. It, like, the, the emotional beat kind of works. It's just <laughs> a shame when lined up next to all the other things along this sort of uh, gender divide. But anyways, that uh, happens a little bit later. Sabo saves some randos and then gets told to go help the gladiator. So he does that. Um, I don't think we see him on screen again. This chunk. Uh, Bellamy's still bouncing. We see the Jaya flashback again. And, uh, this is actually when he starts punching Luffy. He's been bouncing for three episodes. And now he starts punching. Doflamingo in trouble. Beat the shit out of the law. That, that's it. That, just gotta fit that in somewhere. Um, and Gladius is fighting Cavendish. He makes a big bomb and Cavendish is like, let me in the, behind your barrier. And he's like, no. And then the episode ends. So Cavendish is dead. Uh, just kidding. Seven twelve starts in Cavendish. It's fine. He's just, they just didn't show you him going behind the barrier because it's a it's a bit. Uh, Robin is also still fine. Bart stops some bombs uh, with his uh, barrier, and she's like, "Oh, thank you, Rooster," and she winks at him, and this sends Bart completely over the edge. He's, he literally thinks I don't know if the subtitles are the same, but in the dub, Bart says. Maybe she'll step on me if I behave. Um, I wrote that quote down. The what, it's exactly what he says. The, the sub said something about like she'll make me her slave or something like that. Mm -hmm. 
Along the same lines, certainly. <laughs> uh, there's some fun visuals of just like different cutouts of Robin pasted on the screen, like in a yeah. wallpaper. I tweeted it just because it's a good image. Perfect wallpaper. Yeah. Uh, but this makes Bart uh, turbo horny, and he starts bulldozing the entire plateau <laughs> with his like uh, his barrier. I think it's literally barrier bulldozer, whatever he calls it. Um, so now Gladius and Cavendish are running away. I I, I saw this as like me too, King. I would do I would do anything for Nico Robin. Oh yeah, all of us would. <laughs> um, but she's still running up on her own feet on the wall. Gladius is like, "Hey, Dellen, are you gonna help?" And he's like, yeah, hold on, I haven't killed Idio yet. So Idio is about to die. He's, he's well, not die, but about to lose his fight. Uh, turn, so his weird shoulders are actually where he hides his extra joints. Because you were saying he his long arm ass didn't actually look that weird, but it's because he hides all the joints in his shoulders. And, like, so what happens is he, like, he basically has a sort of stretchy arm like Luffy because he can send it out. It's very strange. It's like how how you could do the zoom punch remember the zoom punch from part one of jojo no one does except for me I, I think yeah it's so cool. yes because he like <laughs> separates the joints in his arms and shit like it, yeah he uses the ripple to like separate the joints to make his arm go further and bring it back which i just regularly think of how fucking cool that is part one and part two of jojo's fucking underrated I, I mean, the other parts are still, part three is messy, but, like, the other parts are still very creative in how they use stands, but, like, the ripple shit and the vampire shit's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, part, part three is almost just, like, I want to do, like, a completely different setting, but I had an idea from the start show. that I'm going to roll with. Yeah. But I, I love the, like, that. that's what that makes me think of, is just, like, oh, he does, he's sort of doing, like, the zoom punch, because he just brings his joints forward again. Yeah. Which is another kind of fucked up body horror that one that the Netflix adaptation needs to get to. Yeah, no, I'm sure Idio's gonna make it into the Netflix show. <laughs> yep, they're gonna make it all the way to Dress Rosa, I bet. Oh yeah, in season one. They'll, they'll do it in 12. three episodes. Yeah, they're gonna make a 12 episode season and it's going to be literally everything through Wano. <laughs> just one, just one 40 minute episode for every arc. Uh, anyways. And like, this gonna be like the uh, Warriors games where it just skips and fell down. Anyways, uh, he's getting his ass beaten by Dellinger. He, like, grazes his hat, and Dellinger goes sicko mode. Like, he goes, like, he finally shows off his, like, shark shit. Uh, like, his fake teeth pop out of his mouth, and he gets, like, That's shark cool. teeth. This is cool. He should have been, Dellinger should have been sicko mode from the start. I agree. Also, like, yeah, like, it's funny because he wears the hat all the time, so it kind of looks like the horns are attached to it, but they're not. Yeah, that's what I assume. I, I do like He's that a fighting he, fish. Yeah, I think it's really fun that he's the kind of fish that they established at the beginning of being vicious and ruthless fish. That's, like, cool that they actually did that. <laughs> yeah, it's a good tie together. Dellinger doesn't really get a lot to do here in these fights. Like, he's around in the arc a little bit just because he fucks with Bellamy. But he, I don't know, he doesn't get to do much here. Because, uh, yeah, he finishes off Idio and then is like, oh, Gladius, do you still want my help? And Gladius is like, no, run away! <laughs> uh, and it's because Hakuba is here now. If you remember, Hakuba is the evil split personality of Cavendish, who just mindlessly murders uh, <laughs> everything around him. So he slices this twink up. <laughs> He's been obliterated, finally. Mm-hmm. I've wanted him obliterated for months now. It finally happened. Hakuba delivered the goods. 
Uh, Bart is confused about what's happening and just like hiding up in a barrier cylinder, uh, which Hakuba cannot get into. So Hakuba is like, okay, fine, I'll go after Robin, I guess. But she just restrains him with her own dang arms because uh, she's strong. And then there's like, I mean, that's the end of the episode. We go to 713 and then there's just like a lot of like bits with Cavendish. Like it seems like he can repress Hakuba. Like he knows he's there and he's like, Hakuba, stop it. Not right now. But then they like argue with each other. It's like Venom. <laughs> do, do you think, so is this a, do you think like this is the a case of being able to like go back and forth from being Joker-fied? Like, Hakuba's, mm. like, his his mm. internal Joker that he fights with? Well, we all have an internal Joker we fight with. <laughs> it, someone might say, isn't the Incredible Hulk a better comparison? But it's like, no, the, the, the Hulk is not a Joker. No, uh, no, no, no. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like this is, he, like, he, especially with, like, the weird facial changes and stuff, it's like he's, he's being Joker-fied. I think. Yeah, he's got the big, uh, the big scary uh, grin big and like grin. no eyes. So yeah, they go back and forth a bit, and then eventually it kind of becomes a half and half situation. Like half his face is fucked up and Jokerified. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't know. That's like a whole bit where Robin's like, I don't think I trust you. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I believe you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Gladius is turning the whole wall into a bomb, and. Bart's like, I'm going to beat your ass. And he's like, ah. And he shoots him with, like, point of his hair. Like, Gladius, like, he's always been this weird sort of, uh, I make things inflate and then go boom guy. And now it's like, I've been a puffer fish this whole time, fucko. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, okay, that I guess that makes sense. But, like, his his hair is poison needles. So he, like, shoots a couple at Bart. And then he's like... Turn and then he inflates his whole self into a, a puffer fish, and he's like, "You have one choice: you can hit me and beat me, and it will stop the bomb because of how devil fruits work. But then all of my poison needles will go up, and my personal body will explode and hurt you. Uh, so either you stop me, and it's like basically either way, <laughs> Rob, like the people above them, Robin and Cavendish, get fucked. Yeah." It, but either Bart has to let them get fucked or uh, go try and stop him, and they get fucked up anyway. And uh, he he handles it in the exact way as soon as he uh, brought up that situation. It's like Bart just do this, and then he did. So <laughs> that felt good. Yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a pretty easy solution that I'm surprised Gladius didn't even consider. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I don't know, it's a show for children. But it's a and it feels good when he does it. He's like, I'll sacrifice myself literally. Because uh, what happens is that he makes a he runs at Gladius and then makes a barrier around them both, so that way all of that will be contained into the barrier. Um, but he doesn't actually kill Gladius. He like misses a little bit because, like Bart's like, "Oh, you're so puffed up. I wasn't sure where your actual neck was." Because <laughs> he like stabs him. He like stabs him with a knife. Yeah, he just pulls out a fucking knife to kill him. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that. So the, the bomb on the wall is still going and Bart can't really get up and do anything about it. Uh, so Cavendish and Hakuba are like, look, we've made a deal with each other. I will be, I can control Hakuba's speed and, uh, run you up to the sunflower field. And she's, and she's like, I don't trust you. And he's like, don't, you don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. As, I'm, I'm glad she's at least like, I don't know if that's a good idea still. 
Yeah, but he ends up doing it. Like, we see the, the wall explode, but then we cut to them running up the wall. And what happens is that Hakuba tries to kill her, but <laughs> Cavendish stops it with his other arm. Like, he is holding yeah. the sword and his hand is bleeding, which is cool. But, uh, yeah, that's 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 it. Like, they get there and then he falls back asleep. And then she, she's like, huh, complicated dude. And then they walk away from his body. <laughs> And that's uh, that's it. So okay, yeah, that's it with them. Now we finish with Bart uh, beating Gladius. Yeah. Um, we got a flashback to him watching Luffy in Logue Town. Have we seen this before? I can't remember. Yeah, when he first like uh, was talking about why he loves Luffy okay. so much. I I was not a hundred percent sure because I, I like this scene, but it is just seeing it again. I I remember it because I like that Bart just always looked like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course he has. Um, we also see like Bart practicing Luffy's moves, that's, uh, which is that's adorable. I, I I wish like I think one of the thing strengths in Dragon Ball is the fact that like Goku's family is not famous. But on the other mm-hmm. hand, I would love if they were for the things that they did. So you'd get scenes of little kids like trying to go Super Saiyan because it would emulate like real little kids trying to go Super Saiyan. <laughs> Yeah, that's the beauty. That's one of the the beautiful things about Bart's whole deal is you're just like, oh yeah, that's real. Real people do that. <laughs> that's us. <laughs> that's us. That's yeah. We need people doing the the arm. I mean, we have seen people do the Frankie arms thing. Yeah, in the show. But yeah, so that leads to Bart uh, using a move based on Luffy's move to to punch Gladius and beat him. He makes a barrier around his fist, which is a great idea. That he just like can use it as a blunt object. So he jumps up and punches Gladius in the head with his fucking barrier fist, uh, which he calls a pistol. And the screen's like, look, it's the same as Luffy doing a gum gum pistol. It's Isn't that really neat? cool. It's very cool. <laughs> that's, that's fun. I want to see Bart. I want to see Bart try and make other fake Luffy moves because he, the power that he does have is so not conducive to what Luffy does. Yeah. It's like the this is this is something that I think is it makes me wish that like Bart was like a thirteen year old and not older than Luffy. I imagine <laughs> is he? He looks pretty I, I, young in the flashback. Let me look up Bartolomeo. I feel like he he's he. I feel like he's probably like two three years older than Luffy just based on like his height and stuff. His yeah, he's twenty four. Okay, yeah, but like I don't know. Uh. I, even though I think it'll be, the, like, the I don't think towards the end of One Piece we will get, like, this is who Luffy's going to get the hat to, because I, I think that kind of will, like, I don't know, I don't think it's important if we know who it is, like, if it's just some random kid that we, we see after, like, a 20 years later card or mo- dialogue from yeah, the narrator it or something. Yeah, doesn't matter who it is. Like, uh, I don't need to see a pass through the torch, but, man, I, I want to see him, like, inspiring kids <laughs> more. Yeah. Again, yeah, I need a movie cool. where they go to the fucking fandom island where all the people like watch keep up with pirate news like they're the biggest fans and there's like little kids like emulating gum gum attacks and they're selling like Luffy merchandise and stuff and they like fight with the guys who are fans of like kid or something like mm-hmm. <laughs> I need this in my life. I need the yeah, there's, Tumblr there's island. Tumblr Tumblr <laughs> no me. Uh yeah, I mean that's the thing we kinda get a little bit of that through Bart, but it would be funny to see more uh like different groups of pirate stands 
That is, yeah, he beats Gladius with the the punch, and it's very cool. One of the better scenes. Again, like we kind of we care about these. We don't care about Gladius really, but we do care about the uh, the good guys here. Uh, the episode actually ends with Diamante. He's gonna do an attack. Uh, his like fabricy sword thing is like bouncing through the air like a snake, but uh, it misses because Robin puts hands on it and it like redirects the sword like it looks like she puts like enough hands that it like catches wind and sends it in a different direction does that make sense that's the only that's what i figured is happening because yeah she doesn't grab the sword she just makes hands appear on it in like a flower sort of shape and then it misses yeah it's cool that's what i think is going on yeah it's cool but it happens quickly and then that's kind of it because seven fourteen starts and robin's like I'm going to keep Rebecca safe so you don't have to do that, Kiros. So now he gets to actually fight. And Robin and Rebecca do not. Robin didn't really get any fights in here. She kind of just took care of Rebecca. Yeah, she's just kind of stuck there. A shame. But I mean, I guess it's better here than on the boat in another place. Kind (laughs) of. Some random pirates are begging Bart for fucking mercy. And they carry Gladius away. We also cut ahead to Dellinger being dragged away. They're being taken into the palace. Giola's there. And she's mad at these random pirates for some reason. And turns them into art. I don't know. But anyways. Uh, Man- Manchuria. Princess Manchuria of the Tentata tribe. She's finally important again. Uh, because she is being used by these pirates to heal their executive. She has a healing power that... They're going to say they don't know how it works, and i that's insane to me. That How long have you been using her power <laughs> that you just now figured out how it works? Because uh, she refuses to do it. Uh, because Vi- uh, Giola's like, hey, heal our executives. And she's like, no. And then Giola just like basically beats the shit out of her until she does it, and then realizes that uh, it's her tears. Princess Manchuri, this, this little Tantata, she's been, she was set up as an asshole, but I, it's, I think that's just because Leo's an asshole to her. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of a, a funny twist on that setup not being followed through on. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's, it's her tear power. So they're trying to just get her to cry on, uh, what is it, Dellinger, Machvice. Gladius isn't here yet, but there's, a, there's like four of them. I can't remember. But anyways, Leo and Cobb are rushing their... Oh, Sugar. Sugar's down there. That's how Sugar came back the first time, um, is that they just have this sort of infinite healing machine. So, Leo and Cobb are rushing in. Cobb is shot down. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Leo gets there and is like, I'm gonna not let you do this. And then Cobb is back and fine (laughs) and, like, knocks people away from the tears as they're falling to the ground. Leo sews them all together. His sewing power is a fruit, by the way. <laughs> I think I think the first time it came up, we weren't sure, but it is a it is a fruit power that he yeah. has. Uh, yeah. So he sews everybody together, including Giola. Like they all get stuck together, like to her body, and it actually feels like a fun inversion of her art power in a way. Yeah. It doesn't. You know, it's it's just this one little moment, but uh, he just like turns them all into one sort of piece stuck together. And he Manchuri fall is falls out of the air, and he catches her, and it's this beautiful moment. She's so happy to be saved, and he's like, "You're happier than I remember." And then she hits him. <laughs> That's really good. 
Yeah, and Cub's like, just, you're still a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Why are you being, you just saved her and you're being a dick. Like. Yeah, between him not knowing how to talk to her and like Sai and Baby Five's interaction, she's like, a lot of just fucking, like, yeah. clearly <laughs> set up to be relationships that were just the men's are just fucking dumb as shit. Yeah, no, this, this, this is the same thing. She's like, how big's that dick? Small, leave me alone. <laughs> Well, in this case, he's pretty small, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just like, can, can you carry me? He's like, why can't you walk? <laughs> Your legs are fine. Yeah. It's me, his me, when like, I'm talking to women, really. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I enjoy this so much, I relate to it. It's funny, because you, you say that, and then you also make uh, your tweets about being down bad. It's just a very fun combination. <laughs> So one of these days, someone's going to just take it all too seriously and be like, Jory, I think I might have an answer to your problems. Um, uh, you know what? I, this is Does not something I should be talking about on a One Piece podcast, but I'm going to anyway, because it's Hell literally yeah. that. On time, I was just like, I, I was like sort of like sad posting. This was like 2014 or something like okay. 15, something fair, around Fair then. game that far back. This, and then like. A girl was like, hey, are you okay? And started talking to me. And then I, like, posted about a girl that I do, like, as a friend. And she got, like, really mad and blocked me on anything. On everything. <laughs> so she she was, like, I, 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 I imagined the thought process, like, oh, I got this cool sad boy emo boyfriend. I could fix him. Oh, wait, he's <laughs> a liar. What the fuck? Hilarious. <laughs> Just keep misreading the tweets. Tweeting about needing GF is really fun though, so I'm not gonna stop. Yeah, I can't can't relate, but um <laughs> I'm happy for you to have this this method of, of posting. Anyways, all that to say, uh this the episode's over. Oh no, we do see Luffy get punched again. Some somehow One Piece is still going. Yes, uh Luffy is still being punched by the bounce boy. Uh seven fifteen, Bellamy is punching Luffy. Yeah, Manchuri and Leo just have a fun routine together. I like I like their their bits. Yeah. And but yeah, they escape. Giola is like we see her like final thoughts, I guess, or whatever. She's like, oh, we can't have them destroy the factory. It's all up to Senior Pink now. Which we cut to uh Senior Pink and Frankie having their manly man fight. Also, it's very funny that they just do not go into the factory. I don't think Oda ever decided what the inside of the factory really looked like. <laughs> Because it's, it's the same with a toy house. You never really see it. There's like some <laughs> colorful backgrounds, and it doesn't matter. The factory, yeah. you see like two hallways in the front door, and the it's like the a grass. greenhouse. I think. Like I think it's just like a greenhouse. Basically, you will never under have a sense of place in that. Like you will never no. understand how those hallways connect or make Not any <laughs> sense of it. Nor with like the Coliseum. Like you like there's a door that leads from the barracks into the Coliseum and the barracks out. It's not that complicated, but you'll never really know where anyone is if you're lo- like, there's like the medic area in there people go to and you're like, okay, sure. Yeah, I guess it's a big enough place. I can believe it, but it all looks the same and you'll never really understand it. It's fine. Anyway, Senior Pink like swims them out of the building. And I, I say that because they, their actual confrontation is in the streets again. Um, Senior Pink swims like swims Frankie like out of the building, uh, up, uh, uh, through the streets, up a different building, into the sky. And he's like, he basically does this bit from the Green Knight where he's like, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can, and then I'm going to let you return the favor if you live. Um, that's not really what happens in the Green Knight, but I thought of it. 
<laughs> and uh, he's like, he's like, I have determined that your back is your vulnerable spot, uh, Frankie. So I'm gonna like, there's a name for this move, uh, him because I like fall through the air spinning, and then he slams Frankie into the ground. He's basically doing like a, a some kind of suplex, but yeah, flying suplex. Yeah, he's he's basically doing a Zangief here. Um, but yeah, they he does that. Frankie's fine. I mean, he's not fine. Yeah. He's just he stands up and he's like, okay, I'm gonna do my iron boxing now, <laughs> and so he just starts punching Senor Pink a lot. And Senor Pink takes the rest of this episode and half of the next episode <laughs> to think about his entire life while he's being punched and why he is the way that he is. Um, surprise, I, I do like... it's a sad backstory. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like Frankie's conversation with the Tontano, which are like, why do you keep letting him do the suplex on you and then you just do the same move? I have, neither of them have worked the last 20 times. And he says something like, I don't know what the dub said, but the sub, he's like, a man doesn't turn down a drink he's offered. Okay, man. He says Whatever. something like that. <laughs> There's just some like dumb shit of like, <laughs> oh, we're just gonna keep doing it until one of them works. So when you're a kid playing Pokemon and you get like Ember as Charmander and then you do it's stronger than Tackle, so you just use it with everything, and you only against, level up your uh, yeah, starter against against Squirtle. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, let's talk about Senior Pink's dumb fucking backstory. <laughs> he, it's not—it's not the dumb. It's just like silly and strange, and it's like okay, he wears the dumb baby outfit because he's sad or whatever. It's like a in memory of a dead son or something. But like, yeah, it's 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 so strange the whole thing about it, and it, he ends up becoming even more hard boiled because he's like, I don't care what people think about how I dress and how I look because I have a reason to do it. Yeah. Or whatever. Similar to the Baby 5 thing, it's like, I liked it when it was just a silly bit. You didn't really need to contextualize it all the, all the way. Even though that's a, you know, a classic shonen bit is to make a sad reason for someone's joke thing. It happens all the time. It's happened in One Piece before. We've talked <laughs> about it before. Um, Many it's a just, time. Sometimes I'm like, okay, come on. <laughs> uh, it it wasn't a, needed here. No. Ba baby 5 is so extreme. Uh, and this one is, uh, I don't know, somewhere on the spectrum. My problem with this flashback is that it were, it's like Senior Pink had a wife and like a home he went to at night. And I cannot <laughs> fit that into my understanding of the Doflamingo family. Like, I'm just like, I don't believe that he had a family to go home to with his fucking crime boss family. Because we see them live together. Like, granted, they don't have dress. They, they don't have dress Rosa yet. Presumably this happens. Like, we never see him wear baby clothes in the law flashback, so it's after that. Yeah. But it's just so strange how, like, I'm just like, okay, I guess. The, the only thing I, I gathered from it is when Law, when Law was first in the, like, around the Doflamingo Pirates, and at the, be and at the beginning was Shanks, they're both, like, stationed at an island for a bit. Like, yeah. Shanks and his crew had been at that island for, like, half a year or something like that they were there for a long time yeah i'm not sure and i know the doflamingo pirates were at the that uh fucked up junk place for a while so spider like, miles yeah it, that was their base though um whereas so it like, makes me wonder if there's like a town on that island that like that's where yeah. it is because ultimately it's not important but like it's weird especially what it's like 
she hates pirates. That's their fucking introduction yes. at the dinner. She's like, they what do you meet, do? She's like, I fucking hate pirates. It's like, <laughs> I'm a banker. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, what do you do for a living? By the way, I hate pirates. Don't say pirate. Or else I'll shoot you with this gun. <laughs> That's going to be me. I'm going to go, when I move, I'm going to be in Michigan. I'm going to get a date. And like, she's going to go, what I, do you do I, for I a living? I love you. You're perfect. But I fucking hate podcasting. <laughs> I hate vinyl records. <laughs> so what what do you do for fun and for a living? Oh, I'm a banker. <laughs> How come yeah. I've never seen you dress nice? Um, gotta keep the work and personal life separate. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny that he keeps up this charade for as long as he does. Because you just you know like you cut between him like going and stealing shit. You know, doing his his day job of stealing from land where like fucking u-hauls it looks like it's always like a weird sort of like warehouse you see in these these little clips yeah <laughs> and then it goes back home and it's like oh we're gonna have a son <laughs> it uh you know Name what it is gimlet i i don't know if it's in later sims games because my knowledge of them is very limited but in the original sims one of the career paths was just criminal and one year <laughs> it's just <laughs> like that when your when your when your sim would go to work, like they change the outfit, they would just change it to like a cartoon burglar outfit, walk out the front door, get in a car to work. So like that's just what he's doing. He's turning into a pirate when he leaves the house. I think that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so the baby uh dies like right after being born or whatever, and like. Uh, he's away working when it happens, and she's like, I called the bank. They've never heard of you. <laughs> Where were you? And she runs away in a storm, which, like, they met in the rain, so that's, like, an intentional sort of parallel there. She runs yeah. away in the storm. She ends up at the hospital. She has, like, brain damage or something because she doesn't, like, talk or do anything. From a mudslide. Yeah, it's not on screen. It's just he goes, it sees her at the hospital. And... yeah. He starts dressing like a baby because it makes her smile. Like, he, he buys a bonnet. Yeah, so he just keeps doing it because she smiles when it happens. Uh, that's, this continues into 716. That's, uh, my note says the Baby Man Chronicles continue. <laughs> and, yeah, just, a, you know, a little bit more of that as we see him slowly, more and more, just stop wearing normal clothes. He just, like, why would I ever wear a suit? I have just become one with the bonnet so, so he does uh, I, and then, I then we have... see the doflamingo family like make fun of him and he's like don't care <laughs> i i do like that he's he's a chad who just does not care what the other people think but on the other end uh why not put the baby stuff on in like the hospital room bathroom and then walk into a room <laughs> don't know and, and change back when you're done because I don't think Oda had thought this all through when he drew the baby man. And he came <laughs> up that. with a baby man backstory afterwards. As soon as, like, they went to the backstory, they're like, we have a kid. Like, that kid's fucking dead. And he's dressing up as a baby because of, like, dealing with the kid being dead. And you know what? I was right. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could even start it with him changing in the bathroom and still get to the same conclusion. It's just funny that that was never even a consideration. He just walked through the hospital with his fucking cheeks out every time. And now he's just had cheeks out all the time, dude. <laughs> uh, but anyways, that's it. He's beaten. And Frankie's like, if we ever see each other again, we'll get a drink and you tell me about your girl. And then uh, he's like, all right. 
Tentada, time to destroy the factory. And they're like, yay, <laughs> let's destroy the factory. No idea what happened to fucking vacuum lady. She just fucking despawns. No, she's she's there just like watching and then it's like she doesn't try and stop them. <laughs> okay, sure. I just didn't even see her. I believe you if you saw her, but I didn't. I, yeah, I, I, I saw her. I was like, huh, she's just going to let him do that, huh? Yeah, okay, sure. She's, her vacuum power is literally perfectly designed to just stop all the Tentata. And yet, uh, anyways, it's, who cares? Um, they destroy the factory, Frankie falls down. And he's like, I've been defeated. Or at least he's, he's run out of his, his, his energy. He just had enough to, to win the we fight. Gotta get him some cola. That's true. This factory is going to be remade into a cola-making factory, I bet. Uh, all right, so Diamante makes some flowers dance with him. He's fighting Kiro still. Uh, and now he's like, I have a new bit. It's confetti cannons. But the confetti turns into spike balls, and they just never run out. They just rain forever. Uh, so that amps up the stakes for this fight. Robin makes it a big umbrella out of flowers, and she apologizes to the sunflowers when she does this. So it, like, protects her and Rebecca for a little bit. The reveal at the, the end of this fight is that Robin gets hit by them all anyway. But Rebecca stays safe. Uh, Kiro starts deflecting them for a while, but then he just... Diamante shoots him with a gun. And then uh, <laughs> Kiro's like, ah, ah, my bones, ah, my bones. Uh, but eventually, like, it, like uh, Diamante just keeps, like, dunking on him. He's like, ha ha. Your wife's dead. Now you're gonna die, and I'm gonna kill your daughter. I have a gun. You don't. Ha ha. There's all. <laughs> you're not gonna win. Makes fun of him for having like one leg. I think. Yeah, and it's like you were a toy at one time, and everyone forgot about you, and that killed Owned. you inside. Owned. <laughs> uh, turns him into a corn cob. But then, uh, Kiros is like, "Fuck you! I'm not a corn cob. I'm not owned." And he stands up, <laughs> and he just like takes it. He just like decides, "I'm fine, actually," and yeah. he. He does the Zoro routine of, I'm going to win this fight, regardless of what makes sense. And that's uh, that's it. He rushes at him. Episode in 717 is more of them fight. I like Diamante's reaction of just literally not knowing what to do. Like, he's just yeah. like, how are you not dead? <laughs> this is weird. He keeps getting hit. They fight more. More flashbacks to Scarlet dying because you need to see it over and over again. Uh, the fight's good, and I do care about these characters more. There's not a lot for me to say about it, because it's a sword fight. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's interesting, too, because, like, I think this fight looks good. I like, like, I'm invested in the emotional beats, but I am just, and also I'm binging these episodes in one day, which you're not, and most people were not when it was airing, obviously, but, like, I'm just made so weary by everything else. Well, I'm like, I should be liking this so much more. But the arc has just exhausted me. Like, by because this is the, like, 10th fight I've watched, and it's sandwiched in between Bellamy bouncing for 20 episodes, I'm just like, okay, I wish I was enjoying this more. Like, I wish this was given the, a better pedestal to be on, but it's surrounded yeah. by junk. Because... That's like chunk of episodes. All right, we gotta wrap up all the fights before the big fight. So. Yeah, that's that's. Let's wrap them up. <laughs> that's what this chunk is, and even the ones that are the the best ones of them, I feel like are uh, diminished by their surround their 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 compatriots. And like this thing, Diamante isn't that compelling of a villain, but he's very involved. 
with uh, the, the people like, he's fighting. Yeah, not this Robin. Is like, Robin's just fun. there to to be there. <laughs> it's fine that Zoro is not fighting Z- Diamante because <laughs> Kiros has a reason to want to fight Diamante. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Or uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just wish it was a little better. I wish the arc around it was 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 better and gave uh, a better spotlight on this fight. But also, I just kind of wish all of it was a little better. Um, anyways, he uh, wins. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, before he wins, uh, there's like a bunch of flashbacks to everyone thinking about Scarlet dying. Riku has a sad perspective. Viola has a sad perspective. Tank, everyone's favorite character that they remember, uh, has. <laughs> A sad perspective as well. Those scenes are good. I also forgot to mention Viola using her power to watch all of the Manchuri stuff, but she does. Yeah, and and just like all the fights in general, I think she's like keeping an eye on. Yeah, it's a good sort of like check in with that plateau because a bunch of people are there just kind of vibing. Yeah, and just so like everyone can know, hey, we're winning. Because <laughs> yeah, when she's checking in on the, on the Manchuri stuff, like she brings up, oh, sugar's there, and stuff's like, ah, oh, fuck, no, sugar, no, no, <laughs> she can't go back. Yeah, all of his uh confidence gone instantly. But yeah, so Diamante does finally get hit, and he falls and uh slams his head on the stake in the ground for Scarlet's grave. I think that's a good way for that fight to conclude. Yeah, I I kind of like how to how cute one he's like. Don't those stone star things hurt? He's like, when I was a toy, I couldn't feel anything. So something is better than nothing. He's like, damn, fucked up. <laughs> that's Damn, dude, that's dark. You're bringing the mood down, bro. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to shoot him with a gun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that fight is, is uh, concluded. And I, it's good. Uh, Rebecca runs over. Robin, the, the camera shows that Robin has been hit pretty bad, but kept Rebecca safe. Uh, but yeah, Kiros and Rebecca are just sitting at that grave. They have some more flashbacks. They have a nice moment. Viola's crying. People around her are cheering because they beat Diamante. It just leaves, uh, only four executives are left alive. Uh, it, well, Viola says Bellamy, who's not an executive, but, uh, Bellamy, Pika, Treble, and Doflamingo are the, the four people left to be beaten. It is a checklist, and it sure feels like a checklist. Feels like we're just checking things off a list right now. <laughs> Uh, weird, uh, this is weird. Riku and Tank are like, we're gonna go into town, and then the people follow, and then people are like, hey, where's Fujitora? And then he's back in town helping people out again. Why did he fucking come here at all? <laughs> he shows up here, says a thing, and then just vanishes from the plot, and then they just realize he's gone later. This whole arc's a fucking mess. Uh... You know, you gotta you gotta show set up like how big everything is, and then um, forget about the stuff that squander it. Yeah, doesn't need to be there. Maybe just a few too many things. Uh, all right, but yeah, um, I don't remember what actually happens with Riku and Tank and like the peep. The people are going into town to make things better, but I feel like they just maybe I'm just confused because this arc does too much. Oh no, yeah, they don't leave the plateau because later. Riku tells was like, "Oh, Pika's after me," so he just stays there. So that's why I'm like, "Why does that even get set up at all? Just plan ahead, please, more than a chapter." <laughs> so many of these things feel like it's just not planned ahead further than a chapter. Zoro is finally gonna start fighting Pika soon. Pika goes up to the sunflower field. 
that's the end of the episode. Uh, 718. Bellamy's still bouncing, by the way. Pika gets up to the sunflower field and is like, Kiros, Rebecca. I'm sorry. Mm. Kiros, Rebecca! Why do you care about King Riku so much? And they're like, I don't know, because he doesn't suck ass. I mean, Kiros directly was like, yeah, he saved me from squalor or whatever. They're like, Pika's like, Rebecca, literally everybody hates you because of Riku. And she's like, yeah, but like, that's not his fault. Like, <laughs> you understand that I'm not an idiot. Yeah. And Pika's like, you're right. I have to kill Riku. <laughs> uh, he fucks up this whole plateau as he's trying to get to the bottom. He tries to kill Baby Five uh, as a traitor. Sai saves her and I think gets out of commission. I think Sai is like wounded now. Uh, but Pika's like, I have to go across the entire country. So I'm going to turn myself into a giant stone man. Bigger than before. Too big. He's so big. Like, I, I feel like Hyruden would maybe be up to this fucker's knee at best. Not even. <laughs> it's, a uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, like, a bit much, it, I think. It's hard to confidently say scale about anything in this arc because it's bad, but... Yeah. Uh, I do feel like it's just, like, this guy is ridiculously big now. Well, now that he's big, is is gonna give Azura motivation to decide to win. That's true. He finally puts the bandana on his head. That's how you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's the the thing now. Zoro's, Zoro goes through a whole routine of different plans on how he could beat him. We, like, see them animated on the screen as Zoro's, like, thinking them out in, like, in voiceover. And he's like, I'll do a long-distance swing. No, that'll never make it. I'll jump at him. And then you see him, like, fall. And he's like, no, I can't jump that far. I'll warn Usopp to run. He's like, I can't yell that loud. I'll call him on a snail. Oh, I lost my snail. You know, I, I, will, I will give them credit. This is exactly how I imagine he uh, thinks. Yeah, that's the thing. You never see this interiority before. You just see him get to plan eight where he decides to win. Plan eight is decide to win. Well, you gotta, you gotta do, like, other stuff before you decide to win. Yeah. It, this fight's really annoying because it starts episode, what? I don't know, 680 and ends now. But, like... The actual confrontation of, like, Zoro making a plan and following through on it is one of the more interesting fights Zoro's ever had. Yeah. <laughs> like, again, like I said about the Diamante fight, I'm weary from context. But the actual execution, like, the actual on-paper uh, execution of this fight is, is cool as hell. So Zoro runs into all the other Coliseum fighters who are still just hanging around. King Punch is like, I can punch, let me punch. And he's like, no, no, don't punch yet. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> Uh, what Zoro, Zoro rallies them up and he's like, I got a new plan. I'm going to fly through the air and chop them up. Uh, 719 is him doing the plan. We don't actually see him tell anybody what he's going to do. Well, we he? just see it happen. No, it, well, it's, it's a fun reveal <laughs> is, is seeing it in action. So Zoro's like, Hey, Orlumbus, I saw you fucking bowl some people into other people. Do you just have like a really good arm? He's like, yes. So he's like, okay, throw me. <laughs> so Zoro has Orlumbus throw him. It takes like half the episode for him to do it. Uh, Riku is like, Pika, it's me you want. Uh, Hack is on screen for half a second. Columbo throws Zoro like a softball. I just started writing down Columbo in my notes. I meant <laughs> instead of Orlumbus. What if what if Columbo was here? What if Columbo was on Dress Rosa? He uh, would have figured it out long ago. <laughs> yeah, he would have cracked that code. Hey, one more thing. <laughs> You say that you're the king of Dressrosa, but I remember a different king. <laughs> now, my wife, she's loyal to the other guy. 
No, I, I, I'm sure Columbo would be a great addition to One Piece. There should be a One Piece character that's just Columbo. You know what? I'm surprised there's not, honestly. There's like... <laughs> what's, the, what's the cultural relevance of Columbo in Japan? Because, like, Oda has referenced so many pieces of media that are, like, Western, specifically, <laughs> with just visual designs. But, like, I don't know. Oda needs to get into Columbo. So here's the thing. Columbo was added to Final Fantasy Brave Exvius recently. Yeah, he, he has a different he has like a, a different name. Let me His name's Colundo. Colundo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a it was last April of last year, looks like. Incredible. This is the same game where uh Ariana Grande and Katy Perry and I think just recently Laura Croft are characters. You could get an Ariana Grande poll. So I guess that answers the question. So I guess it's enough of a cultural relevance that Columbo could hypothetically end up in One Piece. I need it to happen. Someone write into SDS or whatever that thing's called. <laughs> hey, add, Col- add Columbo. And he's like, you're supposed to ask me questions. Why haven't you added Columbo yet? <laughs> uh, anyway, Zora's plan. Um, Zora's big, cool plan. Uh, Riku's like, hey... It's me you want, Pika. Fight me. And then the townspeople go to be human shields, which makes Pika hesitate for a second, I guess, because he's confused. Uh, but anyway, Zoro's flying through the air, and he coats his swords with hockey and does some big spinning and splits Pika in half at the waist, which is cool because he's a really big guy. And he just kind of keeps splitting the different parts in two. He's like, okay, he's in the top half. Perfect. He's not going to escape into the ground. I'm going to cut this in half. And then it's like, okay, he's on the right side. I'm cutting that in half. Okay, he's in the arm. I'm going to slice that up. And just keeps doing it more and more until he reveals himself and then cuts him. It's cool to watch. It's actually like Zoro having to think and do something instead of just hit more. And also, uh, well, up until the end, because then he's like, I'm coating my swords with hockey. And Pika's like, I'm coating my whole body with hockey. So now it's just, Whose hockey is stronger? I'm bored. But they they straight up say like <laughs> Pika goes, your hockey isn't stronger than mine. <laughs> I, I, I like um, even with Zoro's fight so, with everything being dumped down. They're just like, yeah, we're even gonna dumb down the dialogue for you. <laughs> yeah, I I stand by like I like some of the hockey stuff happening in Wano. I think it is making me care about hockey more. But like too many fights come down to just who's better at it. And it's like, I don't know. You invented it and didn't tell me anything about it. I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's, They're going to get it's, hockey scouters to do power level. That's, that's what I'm going to say. It's just power level. Remember when they had power level just that one time and then it never yeah, came it back again? Didn't matter because the arc is well written about fights that matter. <laughs> hockey just removes so much thinking. Uh, that's, like, it makes every Logia beatable. Sure. Necessary. Or else, I don't know. I mean, I still don't know how even with hockey, Luffy beats Blackbeard. But still, um, I'd rather have him come up with something cool than make his fist black. Anyways, uh, Zoro has some flashbacks to Mihawk about making any sword can be a black blade if you learn this thing that I just came up with. Anyways, uh, the reveal here at the end of the episode is that Zoro's idea for King Punch is to uh, use the... It, like, the... the blowback of this punch to send all the rubble flying so like Zoro has just demolished 
Pika's body. Oh, by the way, he won. He decided to win. Um, King Punch yeah. blasts all the rubble away from the plateau so like Usopp doesn't get crushed or whatever. And he's like, I can't believe I leave. I've been reduced to just cleanup duty. But I saved Riku. That's good. Uh, anyways, uh, that's it. Uh, Seven twenty last episode. Um, this is probably the the biggest. Uh, like the 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 most insane ratio of number of episodes covered to time spent talking about them. <laughs> yeah, considering we spent longer talking about less. But you know what? Things progressed. <laughs> that's true. So much has happened. Just like instead of King Punch saying he's on cleanup duty, I'm saying it. Like I'm <laughs> feel like I'm cleaning up. Uh, all of this shit so we can go back to what matters even though we're so far from being done still it feels like i don't actually know how many episodes we have left to do but uh we're getting there the arc ends technically with uh 746 so technically that well that's the end of i think post post address rosa stuff as i've labeled it mm. um anyways one last one for this time 720 uh, a little bit more of zoro flashback getting the the his blades black with hockey cool uh we see that fujitora also protected townspeople from the rubble with the the gravity power cool of course i mean yeah i, I, care I like about even the smallest <laughs> fucking elephant in this place i i like when zoro the flashback of zoro mihawks like uh no more alcohol till you learn how to do this move and he's like fuck dude you, dad you suck dad daddy <laughs> Dad, I need to get fucking trashed tonight with the goth bitch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just, just like bullying him. him. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think there's... Uh, <laughs> this is this would be fucked up, but I wonder if this happened. Anytime Zoro is like feeling down about not being able to like get a move right, she'd send one of her ghosts through him so he'd feel worse about it. Oh, I hope so. Is that like is that like training with weighted clothing if she's just making you feel like trash while you're training? Yeah. You finally leave the island, it's like, I feel fantastic. I could I could fucking kill a, a giant stone guy. Yeah, she just like hung out with him for two years, which is impressive on her part. I guess she yeah. had nowhere else to go, like there's that. She wanted well, that's where she wanted to live, was on a spooky island with a castle. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> It all worked out in the end. Uh, the factory finally starts to blow up. It's on fire. Congratulations. Uh, up on the top of the palace, Trouble is watching all this and is like, we'll be fine. We got Mantry to heal all of us. We'll take everything back. But that's not true. We see her come out into the sunflower field. She offers to heal Kiros, but he's like, prioritize all the townspeople. I'll be fine. We are all betting on Luffy now. And she's like, who? <laughs> what are you? What? Anyways. Who's Luffy? Speaking of inside the palace, uh, Koala is in there for some reason. I don't know what she's doing. She's talking to Sabo on the snail, and he's like, I'm in the Coliseum. I can't help you or anybody. I think I'm literally <laughs> only here, so I can't help Luffy. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I, if I could do it myself, I wouldn't be calling you. And he's like, well, I guess I gotta do something. Shame. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't... Maybe Koala said what she was doing, and I missed it. I didn't write it down, but I don't know what she's doing there. Yeah, I don't think I caught what she was doing. And I'm pretty sure she's in the palace. It looks like the palace, anyway. Anyway, Zoro is now with the other plateau group, the Usopp group. Uh, hey, guess what? Bellamy's still bouncing. Bellamy has been bouncing so long that they show you a flashback to when he started bouncing. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> he had a flashback to 709, the beginning of this episode. 
again, some good character stuff with him, just dragged out to goddamn hell and back, and then to hell again, and then to back again. Uh, he sa- he's thinking, I have to, if I'm gonna die, it has to be by the hand of the one dude I respect, which is Luffy. Which is funny, because, like, you think Luffy's gonna kill you, dude? <laughs> I-, I don't know, it's fair. Like, I like that Bellamy's back, and he is so devoted that he's trying to just do this again but this time succeed or at least he's like i know luffy will be able to beat me i just need him to do it but it's a that's a one episode thing that is the one episode exchange but no they just need luffy to be on screen while nine other fights get wrapped up i don't i there's you could frame it so many other ways like I think, I think what this ep- that, like in seven oh nine, Luffy should have done the one punch. They should have beaten like he should have hit Bellamy and maybe like sent him through the floor or something and had like this big shift where like the palace like like remember when Inya's lobby split in half? Yeah. I feel like it should have done something on that scale where like it affects the area and then like <laughs> every one of these episodes said like. But before that happened, this happened. Like, just narratively make it so they all happen at the same time. Or here's, here's rather what than it is. frame it that Bellamy bounces for six hours. <laughs> I, I have I have a much worse uh, way f- to do that, but it's more Tell fun. Um, Luffy punches him, but instead of like instead of punching him down, he punches him up through the castle, and as Bellamy's flying across the island, he witnesses all... He flies all- <laughs> past all of it. <laughs> he, he sees the ends of all these fights, and that's how we as the audience also get to, from his point of view. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it all happens concurrently in a way that is just fucking exhausting. That's <laughs> uh, the thing. On paper, I'm like, yeah, the Bellamy fight should be good. I feel like it's, Yeah, he does the thing that I know he does. And it has a good emotional beat behind it. But dude, I'm fucking tired of watching this idiot bounce. Anyways, yeah, Luffy punches him once and wins. What did you fucking think was going to happen? <laughs> also, another cool thing, we see that Bellamy saw Luffy in the clouds. The shape of him at the end. I don't think we've seen that before. No, I don't think so either. Uh, that's a cool little bit that adds into Bellamy's mm. opinion of Luffy. Because of uh, them showing it 27 times, I just I, I gotta bring it up that it's it's nice to see the flashback to where he's fucking with luffy and luffy won't do anything because luffy's doing what yeah. shanks did shanks and he was did, mad yeah. at shanks for not doing anything and that's that's fun and i, no, I do yeah, like the emotional beats between these two are great yeah if it was put on the right pedestal i would be so happy about it instead i'm like it should be good but fuck off and, and like because they showed it again when they met back up when bellamy's like hey i went to the sky island we, we've seen so it like eight times this year <laughs> and it's like um e- even though it's animated uh, just the way he delivers a lot of his expression is like oh he's changed as a person a bit like that's that's nice and uh now bellamy's dead because he had to bounce around for nine maybe if he didn't bounce around for nine episodes he would have been able to beat luffy with it like he wasted too much time <laughs> yeah it's just he's too tired now oh <laughs> uh, anyways that's it. It's over now. <laughs> he finally beats Bellamy. We knew it was coming for a long time. Uh, and now Luffy's even madder at Doflamingo because he drove someone to do this. And Doflamingo's like, oh, cool. I finally get to fight Luffy. And we see that <laughs> Law is filled with bullet holes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see that. The outcome of that next time. The fight that I, I mean, 
I cared about the Luffy and Bellamy fight. It's just, just I, I, I've, oh, this whole episode has been us complaining about it, so I, I should just <laughs> stop. But anyways, that's it. I'm excited for your predictions next time. I'm sure that it's going to be Bellamy comes back to life and bounces again. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I do like them establishing just a heel heel fruit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it, it took this long. It's uh, that t- I think it's the most like I feel like it's the most blatantly named like fruit. <laughs> like, fuck you, it heals. Like, I don't know what else you want from me. She can heal people. <laughs> but like, do, do you think it's going to come back later? I've heard of a trope called Chekhov's heal heal fruit. Ah, uh, yes, we uh, all know about that. <laughs> I wonder if this is gonna come. I wonder if this is where it Chekhov's, comes from. Chekhov's eternal life move uh, <laughs> was also brought up last time. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I truly <laughs> don't remember what she does in the rest of this fucking arc. So, it's so much like that's the th- so much of the shit blends together. I remember the stuff that I care about, and then half of this podcast this year, it's just been like, oh yeah, that. <laughs> Whoops! I thought fucking Bart fought Dellinger. <laughs> Anyways, oh fuck! I just remembered the name of Bart's boat. <laughs> I well, I should I say remember because I just read it on the wiki. But uh, anyways, we'll we'll get to that in in good time. Um, stick stick around after the plugs for uh, check in with our manga correspondent and Jory's great predictions. But first, Jory, where could people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at no I'm Jory, um, where I tweet about how how bad I need a GF. God, please, I need one so <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> um, uh, the tweet about radio because I'm doing radio again for school. Uh, this episode will be out before. T- um, this is the Isn't first one of October, week? right? Oh uh, well, yeah, next week. On um, if you're listening to this in like. Uh, 2040 when One Piece is finally ending. I'm probably not doing the radio show at my college anymore. Um, <laughs> but if you're listening to it, like, I don't know, within a, a month or two after it's been out, my, I'm doing my radio show at 3 to 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Wednesdays and Fridays. Uh, I'll tweet a link when that's up. So if you want to listen nice. to that, um, you'll be able to uh, listen to my radio show, which... That's how this podcast got started, because Joe was releasing music, and was like, let's have you on the radio show, and then we talked about One Piece when we weren't on air, and then <laughs> I got home, and I was like, <laughs> hey, we you want to watch One Piece for a pod, and now here we are. <laughs> here we are. Uh, maybe I'll go on the radio show again, who could say? <laughs> and maybe we'll, we'll talk I'm, about One Piece. I'm bringing back a good bit for mm-hmm. it, so. <laughs> yeah. It'll be great. Uh, but yeah, um, that's exciting though. It'll be good. Excited for uh, excited for your other bit of starting every show with the same song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once uh, I'm doing the one I'm doing on Fridays, I'm gonna be just playing uh, records on that. So I'm like, oh nice. Do I bring in my Sonic record just to play that every time? <laughs> you should. You absolutely <laughs> should. But uh, yeah, that's that's where you find me. My my act my activity is lowered because of school i can barely have time to like think fair <laughs> how about you where can we find you online oh twitter.com slash ghost of joe ghost of jo i'm on another podcast called got it memorized uh memorized is what i said but i did it with a funny voice um right now we're still doing neo the world ends with you it's a comedy recap podcast of things with complicated stories we're kind of in a weird drought the middle of the game is a little 
weird. Uh, it doesn't really utilize the weak structure very well, but game in strong. Excited to get into the weird lore and secret reports at the end of the show after that, or uh, after the end of the game. After that, we'll be back to Twin Peaks Season 2, and then, I don't know, eventually there will be more Kingdom Hearts stuff for us to discover, so, or it has to, well, not discover, but discuss. Uh, so yeah, got it memorized. Uh, we'll, we'll continue uh, as, as time persists yeah there's that dark road stuff right uh eventually that's supposed i think that was i think they said september and i just it's almost over so okay eventually yeah there will be more dark road plot uh but i think everything's just been going a lot slower than they ever say it's gonna take so oh we'll of see. course well look how long it took us to get three <laughs> yeah uh but but yeah that's over there got it memorized you can follow uh this podcast on twitter at we are watching op that is also the handle for our Patreon, patreon.com slash wearewatchingop. Give us a dollar a month or more, and you will get these episodes earlier, monthly bonus episodes and stuff that we do. I think, uh, what is our October? Is that episode of Sabo we're planning to do? I think that's what's on the schedule currently. Yeah. Uh, what if there's a whole episode about Sabo? Uh, man yeah, it's just, it's just whatever the fuck he's doing in the Coliseum. <laughs> recently been acquainted with. <laughs> Yeah, I remember Sabo. Yeah, I don't actually know what that special is, so I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's not like a out. recap of just when Sabo was a kid, because that happened too recently. Yeah, I mean, that I think sort of everything was Sabo. Because that, was a, that was a while ago, so like... Everything with Sabo feels kind of recent, so we'll we'll see, I guess. But, um, I don't know. Go listen to us watch it and find out alongside us. But yeah, thank you to everyone who's there. We will say your names in a minute. Even the fucking one of you who tested uh, Jory. <laughs> but it's fucked we'll, up. I'll say your name too, but I'll do that right now. Thank you to Adam B, Adam W, Andrew, Anton, Anxious Dust, Ash Shock, Becca, Ben, Captain, Moki, Chan, Clueless Wanderer, Connor, Damien, Deus, Equus, Endless Moon, Eric V, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, Fooney, Jalen, James, Jamie, Ziz, Joe, Jory Bot. Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Logan, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Marcus, Martin, Matthew, McFoley, 299, Minty, Morgan, Paulina, Peter, Rim, Riley, Rodsters, Roger, I'm assuming you're like the one that we all talk about in the show, Ryan, Snowy Scales, Solomon, Stella, switching to page two, Stephen K, Stephen P, Tony, Trey, and Veda Key. Thank you all so much. Wow, what a great list of names. Even the one that I said. <laughs> Even the one name that shouldn't be allowed, but, <laughs> you know, it's you're paying your tax, I guess, at least. <laughs> we'll take care of it somehow. Yeah. We're opening up a new tier uh, that you can join only if your name is Jory, but you do have to put in your address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because Patreon can get your address for, like, if you mail out If rewards, you ship something, huh? yeah, which we don't, so it doesn't ask, but... um. <laughs> We'll make a new one just for you. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. And then, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Thank, thanks again to, to all of our, our wonderful patrons for your patronage. And uh, before, we, before we wrap up here, let's check in with our manga correspondent, Andrew. Um, what, do you, what do you think about this chunk of the anime here? Yeah, pacing's pretty similar. Uh, just a lot worse. Yeah, no, I, I I couldn't agree more. You know, I don't, I haven't read it, but I yeah. I know I'm you're right. I'm surprised to hear that, actually. Yeah? Maybe it's just me and, like, reading takes a long time, but mm. uh, I, I never would have thought it would be like that. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe you should read Dress Rosa sometime. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, as always. Uh, so wonderful. And uh, so now, uh, as we say goodbye, Jory, uh, what's your prediction? What happens next time on One Piece? Uh, so uh, what's going to happen is Luffy's going to engage in a fight with Doflamingo and... It's gonna it's gonna be going for a while, and we're gonna think, "Damn, Luffy's gonna win." He's he's doing Gear Four. Holy shit! I can't believe they revealed that. And then he's just gonna stop mid fight and be like, "I can't beat you, Doflamingo." And everyone's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then he's gonna have a uh, Bart come in. He's like, "Okay, it's your turn to fight Doflamingo." And then he's gonna uh, have uh, Mancherry use her heel 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 power on Doflamingo. And then everyone watching is like, what the fuck? Why would you do that to him? There's no way he can win against him at full power. And uh, we're just, we're going to have to, we're going to have to find out if Bart can beat him. Because I I don't know if he'll be able to beat him in those chunks. Yeah, I guess so. We'll see though. I think it's weird that Bart's the main character now. Yeah, and then after the arc, people are going to be pissed to find out that they just brought Luffy back as the main character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it's weird. This arc is just like, hey, what if everyone else dealt with these problems? But then it'll just go back to being the Luffy show later. Actually, yeah, Luffy's just like, you know what? I'm hungry. I'm going to go find Sanji. Y'all take care of this. <laughs> yeah. And then leaves. Also, Buggy's going to be there somehow. Thank God. Yeah, no, Buggy's going to take over Dressrosa as the new he king. Could, he, he, could be, he could be Doflamingo, just like he Buggy, could be Law. Buggy is a celestial dragon now. So, <laughs> Bro, you, you know what? If like they reveal that Buggy's a celestial dragon, I'm like... Sure, yeah, okay, yeah, fine. All of, all of the failing <laughs> upward makes sense now. <laughs> and everyone else but him knew, so it's like... <laughs> it's like, it's like it's talking a, it's a to, fucking, like... Buggy's fucking Truman showing it out there. It just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I would love it. They don't know how to tell him, so they just let him. They just work around it. It's like, you can't let him know. Can't let him know. Well, I think all that's true. We're all going to see that happen next time. <laughs> And until then, to, to be, be continued. continued.